When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, it's between the lines, man. You know, we we he's a competitor. He's a great player. Um, we got the same agent. Um, so it's not it's not you know it's it's between the lines. We out there, we're competitive. We both want to win. Um, it gets chippy at times, but that's just you know the love to try and win the game. Yeah, I mean we're here we're here for the win. You know, regardless of what one player has, he could have forty, he could have sixty, he could have, you know, fifty. You know, we're here to try and win, and that's the game plan. And I feel like it worked the other night. You know, we came back and gave ourselves a chance to try and win the game. And it worked tonight. We won the game. So uh, we've been playing him for years now, for three years. You know, we had two playoff series versus him. So, you know, they know what to do and we know what to do. So, yeah. Nice. That's a little better. That's a little better. That's the sound of the horn. Hey, welcome to an all-new morning Clipper Zoo. I'm your host, Scott Shannon, and with me is Hungry Hungry Hank the Animal. <laughs> I really don't know. This is the earliest. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> so sound. that was great, Hungry Hungry Hank. <laughs> this is the earliest we've ever clipcasted. Oh, it's so a, early. I still got my morning is, my morning voice. Woo. Yeah, me too. Yikes. I can do I can do real good Sam Elliott in the morning. No, you can't. No, you can't. It turns out. It turns out you cannot. No, you're getting there. Me, Keep at it. Let me tell you a story about the Clippers. Oh man, so let's talk about those Clippers, Chris Kawhi. This is me, Zubank Hank, and spe- and this is me, Chris Kawhi. Hey man, yes, welcome back to Clipcast. <laughs> let's talk about a huge. Sm- shorthanded Clippers dub last night, man. Oh, so good. Wow. So, and I think I think last night we may have finally silenced the muck slander because a lot of people in Clipper Nation were upset that we didn't deal Marcus Morris Senior, and I think they're outrageously stupid. I think he's great. Oh yeah. Did you know that? Did you know that Marcus Morris Senior? And not only did he get twenty last night, we had three. We had the three twenty club last night. We had three starters with twenty or more points. Can you name them off your off the top of your dome, Hank? I mean, one of them I just gave to you on a silver platter. Well, I know for a fact it's Reggie. It's uh, Reggie Jackson. I know that yeah, because he yes. came in very hot at the end of the game. Uh, uh, fourth he, quarter magic. Um, and I, I, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that for sure because he sort of came in. Well, I'll say a little bit right now. He kind of came in after Zubac played amazing defense. Against, uh, on against Puka, don't and you just people, hate Puka, don't you? I, I started the game late uh, okay. on, on delay, so I was catching up on the commercials, and people right. were tweeting like crazy, like, oh my gosh, Zubak on Doncic, are you kidding me? He was great. Ten, oh, yeah. ten rebounds, Zubac, yeah. you mean? Ten rebounds. <laughs> ten, that, that's what we need from him. That's what we need and from honestly, him. Honestly, so, you, you, you can beat the Mavs if you hold puka Doncic to a ungodly 45 somebody tweeted if we can keep him under 50 we'll win and they were absolutely they right were absolutely right and yet most of that for him was in the fourth quarter his big numbers came in the fourth quarter but i i know also for a fact that the other guy in double digits was terrence Mann, and Ter- right. and and it's very interesting because terrence Mann and reggie jackson came in so strong to seal the game there was oh, we yeah. really we really dominated this game 
Oh, it was great. And did you see? And and then the third guy was Mook Morris, who scored twenty. And Mook Morris before I'm gonna then I'll fifty percent from the this, field. By the way, fifty percent from talking, the field, dude. In this past five games, Morris has averaged eighteen point six points, four rebounds, two point four assists, shooting fifty two percent from the floor and fifty four percent from three. In just his last five games, he's making over half his threes. Oh, oh, and hold on. The now. trade deadline has expired, so it, stop it, hating on Mook. Hating he's on our guy, but he's also one of the cornerstones. He's he's got that three point shooting percentage. With the third game you're referring to, he he went one of four from three. So I mean, you if you if he'd done a little better from three last night, he'd be shooting even better in those stats. Um, well, I said we were going to split this series in Dallas, and I was absolutely accurate. Sadly, we were on a three-game skid, and it finally stopped. Norman Powell finally gets his first win as a Clipper, but wasn't available last night, and Terrence Mann gets the start, and Terrence Mann manned up, and the beef between Puka Doncic, just hate Puka Doncic, and Terrence Mann is real. The beef is real. Yeah, I don't know what people are talking about, that it's nothing. There was There was also a lot of Twitter buzz of like, NBA fans are always just looking for whatever they can look for. No, this is real. This is a rivalry. And Terrence Mann can say all he, because he has the same agent as Luka yes. Doncic. And yes. he can say, oh, we have the same agent. We have the same agent. I'm sure that there are people that I have the same agent and or manager of that I truthfully right. can't stand. But you got to always, you do have to play nice. I mean, he's probably not going to walk around slandering well, him when Hank, they eat you're at the love same this. table. Right. Hungry, hungry Hank the hippo. You're going to love this. We actually have Luka Doncic and Terrence Mann's agent as a guest here oh, no. in the studio. Oh, no. And I'd like you to interview him. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Jimmy Hollywood. Take it away, Hank. It's oh, Jimmy Jim Hollywood. Well, we are, I can't believe I'm doing this. We are so glad to have you on the show, Jimmy Hollywood. How's your Sunday going? Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, yeah, Super Bowl. So great. It's so great. I'm actually going to go to the game. I'm going to go late and leave early. I'm going to sit in a luxury box, and it's going to be it's going to be so great. It's going to be so great. Oh, hey, you look thin. Are you, did you lose weight? You look great. Oh, I, I didn't, but I got... Okay, I see what you're doing, Jimmy Hollywood. I'm not falling for it. Here's a tough question for you. Is there really a beef between Terrence Mann and Luka Doncic? Uh, no, thank you. I'm actually a vegan. It's uh, the secret to me staying so young. It's uh, cocaine and vegetables. That's how I stay so young. So no, I'm going to pass on the beef. Okay, well, are, is there any bad blood between Terrence Mann and Luka Doncic? I don't know what you've heard, but no, I don't drink baby's blood at the halftime at the Super Bowl. No, I do not. Okay, are, are there any hard feelings between Terrence Mann and Luka Doncic? Hey, hold on. I'm going to have to step in here. It's Chris Wilde again. I feel like this is a game of comedy chicken, and I want you to know I was willing to go another 30 go, minutes yeah, 20, with, syn yeah, with, synonyms, with synonyms for grudges. I was ready to go with you, you turd. Toe-to-toe. -to -toe. You were going to go with all the synonyms for beefs and grudges. Is there never going to like that. Yeah, no, I saw that movie, The Grudge. Great movie. Such a great movie. <laughs> He's never, never again, Jimmy Hollywood. Never again. That is fascinating, though, that they do have the same agent. Because, you know, it is a boys club. It's, it's, it's a fraternity getting into the NBA. And Terrence Mann said they keep it between the lines, but they clearly just don't like each other. And and how do you like Luka Doncic? I'm so sick of the league shoving him down our throat. I get that he's a superstar scorer, but they didn't do – I mean, look, it's a different age than it was 20 years ago, but they didn't shove Tracy McGrady down our throats like they're shoving Luka Doncic. Or maybe they did, and I just don't remember, and there wasn't Twitter and social media back then. But you look but at they had other stars. Scorer. I mean, they're, they're desperate for a star that they can hang their hat on, and I think that uh, – 
But, but yeah. why not why not shove Bradley Beal down our throat, for example? Bradley Beal's a prolific scorer. I think he won the scoring title a couple of years ago. I mean, I couldn't like, tell, I couldn't tell you, but I mean, Luka Doncic is a special talent. Um, sure. He is I guess because he he's global. Talent. We know he's a whack job. Oh, and you, you, you did you see when Zoo got his one block of the night? Um, so I, I assume the stat block that we see on the line was when he basically got up and just got a fingertip on Luka Doncic's shot. And Luka Doncic in the paint turned around and with both arms and feet jumped up in the air and stomped Threw on the ground literally like my children. My children stopped doing this two years ago. Like it was like a toddler. Like a my toddler. son did it at Crate and Barrel once online, and I put the Christmas ornaments down that that we were gonna buy, and I picked him up and removed him from the store. And at some point, Jason Kidd's gonna have to walk onto that floor and pick up Luka Doncic and remove him from the floor. I if you're he's gonna, gonna say, act like a big baby. I thought you're gonna say take up take a Gatorade sweat towel and swaddle him like a sweet baby. <laughs> well, that too, Jason Kidd. It's time to man up. And take care of your fussy toddler, Puka Don't You Just Hate Puka Don't You. That's my new nickname for Puka. Because every time I look at his stupid face, I want to puke. I hate Luka Doncic. I got a fun. I got a fun stat for you to really fuel the fire. As far as how yeah, well, please do. Again, Tell me. again, this is Zubank Hank. I am. So, I'm so in the camp of Zubots, especially again after oh, right. all. You're not hungry, hungry Hank. All the fire. Hank. All the yeah. fire on social media about why did we let Serge go? We should have let go of Zoo. He's not doing anything. He guarded. Insane. He guarded one of the best scorers in the league. Who had who? Yes. Who was only two? Who points, is not a center? Who is, who is not a center? Two points away from tying the Mavs single game record over Dirk Nowitzki at 51 points when we lost to him previously. You're gonna oh, love wow. this. Once you put Zubats on him. The starting five of the Clippers, including Zubats, who had four turnovers, combined for seven turnovers. Reggie mm. Jackson, only one turnover. Very good for Reggie Jackson. Oh, yeah. Would you like to guess the number of turnovers that Luka Doncic had by himself? Oh, okay. So, all right. So, Clippers Zub starters Zoo had is seven. on the floor. Zoo is on the floor. The starters are on the floor. The starters had seven turnovers. How many did just Puka have? On the game... 39 minutes of play. How many turnovers did Doncic have? The no, did he, <laughs> double digits? No, he just had, he had the literal same amount of turnovers as our entire starting lineup. At wow, seven. he had seven. Yeah, it's big. Man, I just want to win. I don't care if he had 90. You know what I'm Hats off to him for playing great, but I thought our team did a hell of a job. I thought Zoo, you know, we started, on, we, we started Zoo on him to start the game. Um, he started laughing at me, but I thought Zoo did a hell of a job tonight. I thought our defense was good. Outside, we made a lot of mistakes. We said when Zoo's guarding the basketball, stunt and fan out and let him guard him one-on-one. -on -one. And we had too many breakdowns in that area. But, you know, overall, I thought we did a hell of a job just defending, um, holding his team to 97 points. And like I said, Luca had 45 points. A lot of them was late, but he only had eight assists and really couldn't really get going um, in seven turnovers. So, we know he's going to score the basketball. We know he can dominate the game, you know, with his passing, with his scoring. But we wanted to just try to limit him to be a scorer. And um, he did it again, <laughs> unfortunately. But we was able to weather the storm. I'll try anything. <laughs> I'll try anything and then be able to adjust after that. And so, um, like I said, myself and with my coaching staff, and, um, you know, we're always thinking of different ways to try to win games. And it's been harder this year. Um, it's definitely made me, you know, a better coach this year, just trying to scratch and claw to win, you know, a game every single night, you know, where 
usually you you know you're in the playoffs and you try to win a, you know one game in the playoffs it's like us every single night and so um it's a good experience for us and we just got to continue to keep doing it well we you know we just kind of just gauged what the score was and you know we was being we was up six or seven the whole time so um, we didn't want to blitz and we want to fire to give up you know rotation threes and things like that and if he's going to make a step back and test a three, you know, over Zoo, which he made a couple down the stretch, but we were just kind of looking, playing the score, you know. Um, and so if it was a one-point game or a tie game, we de we definitely come back for sure, you know. But being up, you know, six, being up seven, um, and just trying to, you know, keep him from taking a three-point shot, um, that's what we was doing, kind of playing the score. So, you know, I know I know Luca takes it personal. We put Zoo on him, and um, he plays well. But like I said, our game plan worked tonight, and um, it was a good win for us. Yeah, he's a spaz because he's got slippery baby fingers because he puts his finger in his dirty dighty, and he's got slippery baby fingers because he's a big, fat, ugly baby who I hate. Oh my! I mean, he did get 15, now he did we, get fifteen rebounds and forty-five points, so he's no slouch. But no, I just think and I get why well, big for Zubats, man. Big for him. I get why the the NBA is pushing him. So I'm going to say the nice thing that's not controversial, and I'm going to say they're pushing him as a star because he's young, because he's European, because he's a global stud, much like when they pushed Dirk Nowitzki. Okay, so that's that's the safe answer. The other answer is that they're trying to push the great white hope on us, and I hate it. And I don't care about this big white baby. So enough about race. All right, so we split two in Dallas, which I knew we could do, and I'm very proud of the guys. We lost the previous two games. Okay, so we lost three in a row. One was we lost by seven to Dallas. I actually felt really good about that loss. The referees really were outrageous in that loss. And I said, oh, wow, now that's a fight. Because the two previous games, when Norman Powell got the start, and he's been great, we lost by a combined 50 to Memphis Grizzlies and Milwaukee Bucks, the champs. And it was brutal. A combined 50-point loss. So when Ugh. we lost by seven in Dallas, Ugh. I said, okay, we're figuring this out and we're going to win the second one. And we did. Now, Hank, we've got probably the toughest back. I mean, we definitely have the toughest back-to-back -to -back in the league. It involves travel. It involves the Golden State Warriors on Sunday, and it involves the Phoenix Suns on Monday. Or excuse me, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, it's Happy St. Valentine's yeah, Day. We're going to break rough. your heart. It's rough. We're going to play home at. Uh, we're going to play home versus the Warriors, and then travel at Suns. It's an easy travel, but still, it's the worst back-to-back -back in the NBA. But I'm here to tell you, and I want to get your take on it. I feel like this squad, this tough as nails, can't quit clips, can split this potential back-to-back. Oof. Uh, it's tough. It's tough. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, it, uh, yeah. I don't see these guys losing yeah. by 50, though. You know what I mean? Like, no. like that skid with two games in a row, it wasn't a back-to-back, -back, but there were home games, I believe, and we lost by – no, one was at Memphis, and we lost by 24 or 26. No, it was 24. And then we lost by 26 at home versus Milwaukee. Again, not a back-to-back. At Memphis, home versus Milwaukee, we lost by 50. It was horrible. I hate losing. We had a three-game skid. But I felt better about that loss by seven to Dallas when the refs also beat us. Yeah. I'm, we I'm let Lucas score 51. I'll answer, so the, just, I'll answer the question for you about the next two games. Uh, I, yeah. I don't think we can beat the Phoenix Suns. I don't believe we can beat them as currently constructed. So I will answer the question in a different way. If we are to split the series, I will say, because I'm not incredibly optimistic about it, but I'm always go Clippers, and, I be, and I'm going to believe, believe, believe. Uh, yeah. I, our best shot is Golden State. Uh, they okay. at home. they squeaked 
a win over the Lakers, a two-point win over the Lakers. And that was after they That's lost right. to the Knicks and lost got, and, and got yeah. blowed out by the Utah blowed. Jazz. Blowed. Um, they got blowed so out. So now that is also right after they had like an eight or nine, I can't remember off the top of my head, game-winning streak. Um, right. But that New York Knicks loss was a loss at home. Mm. That was a loss at home. So In, in San Francisco, not Oakland. I don't. Uh, I, I think you're referring to it's not in previous opponent city. It's in current opponent city. <laughs> neighboring previous <laughs> opponent city. It's in current neighboring. So, opponent so city. I think if we're going to win one, our best. Chi- it's got to be. It's got to be Monday. That's our yes. It's got to be Monday, and it's got to be all hands on deck. I mean, you you and I were texting previous to last night's game and you were saying oh, i really need a win hank i really want to win and i i can't remember the exact words but it was something to the it's going to all come down to norman powell's toe and when i heard right. that he was scrapped i said well there you have it uh but terrence man showed up in the starting slot oh he really, terrence man he, was great he really he really was especially in clutch and reggie jackson was great in clutch and i would just say it, it's very interesting to me that even with all the injuries that we have we played nine guys, and the Mavericks played nine guys. We still had nine professional NBA players, and oh my goodness, what a journey we have got gotten to witness for Amir Coffey. Oh yeah! Holy cow! We watched him come in, fighting for minutes, getting dis right. getting displaced when we would make Up trades and, down and acquisitions. G NBA in and out. Agua Caliente and Clippers man, to Los Angeles he, Clippers. He has really proved himself, hasn't he? He's really done it. Oh my it. gosh! Fantastic. I love him. Yeah. And I love that. I love, like you said, Terrence Mann manning up in the starting slot. We don't know when we're going to get Norman Powell back. We'll tweet it out as soon as we know anything. Turf to, Turf Toe's a tricky one. I haven't looked at any any. Well, updates. we lost Jay Scrub to Turf Toe. Like, he's out for a long time oh, because it of the foot- Turf It hurts toe. football players, and they don't do the same things that basketball players do. I mean, you really, I don't know. You have to be able to move in 360 degrees when you're a basketball player. I don't know. I could well, see it being a real hindrance. You're talking right now like a medical person, and that's not your specialty <laughs> or your fields. You Throwback. are not a medical person. You are a professional entertainer. That's why the show is so darn entertaining. All right, we've got three more games before All-Star break, and it's that tricky, tricky back-to-back on heartbreaking Valentine's Day versus the Golden State Warriors where Hank says that's the win we're going to get. And then the next night we got to go to at Phoenix. That's the best Ugh. team in the league. Brutal. I think we could certainly split it. I, you know, I just want to be in the fight. I don't want to lose by 20 points, please. And then we've got a real interesting stretch because our last game before the All-Star break is Rockets. But if you look at the schedule, when we come back from the All-Star break, it's Elward. And then baseball series at Houston versus the Rockets. And then back home versus Elward. So our, after this crazy, difficult, horrible, back-breaking back-to-back, we've got Rockets Elward, Rockets, Rockets Elward, which sounds like an early morning radio jingle. Here on Clipper Morning Zoo, hey, it's me, Scott Shannon, and hungry, hungry Hank the Animal. We're talking Clippers basketball. But we look really good in that five-game gimme stretch where we could easily go 5-0, and oh, certainly 4-1. and one. I, I won't even say that it would be 3-2. and two. I think we're going to go 4-1 and one or potentially 5-0 and oh for Rockets Elward, Rockets, Rockets Elward. And that is a really fun stretch after this back-breaking back-to-back. So even if we were to fall 0-2 oh on St. Valentine's Day and the day after, 
I still think we can respond with a nice five-game potential winning streak. So talk to me about that seven-game upcoming schedule with a big old break in between where really only Luke Kennard has to go and shoot some threes. Yeah, I mean, we're going to see a lot, aren't we? We still don't know what's happening with Paul George. Did we ever get an update on his last evaluation? I feel like we were due an evaluation. we're, We're getting it. During the All-Star break, basically. Like, at the tail end of the All-Star break, we're getting an update, supposedly. Okay. All right. So we'll know more after the All-Star break if he is going to come back uh, to march into the playoffs. We'll, we'll know in, a, in in 10 days. It's like I think it's like the 25th or 24th he's getting reevaluated. Well, we've got a really nice stretch com- coming up in front of us, obviously. Any, if you ask me right now, who are two teams you'd like to play, you know, most. Full, the most? <laughs> it's you know, I'm I'm not sure that the I'm not sure that the Los Angeles Lakers would be at the top of the list, but they certainly are in the mix. I, I certainly would love to play teams that are barely in the play-in, and you right. know, I would love the idea of playing Houston three times in five games. So sick! I'm so, so happy sick. about that. And then the yeah, and, and so then happy. and then the Knicks who are a real dumpster fire right now. And then sure, we played. They did beat us in Madison Square Garden. Sure. That's a revenge game. Sure they did. Sure they did. And then we play Golden State again, but then we go, but then we play the the Washington Wizards. And then we have to play Atlanta, but then we play Detroit. So it's actually about 10 games here where we could easily go seven and three. Or oh, better, yeah, I like that. Or better, I like that Hank. Um, sure. That's I'm I'm doing fast counting. Maybe it's more or less than ten games, but I think that we could do. I think that we could do that. Um, it just depends on. Well, we could find and if you do and if you do that, Hank, you're finally a winning basketball team again, and you're finally over five hundred. Get over that five hundred hump, and I think this team's got. I I mean I, I and if we don't get Paul George and Kawhi back, obviously the best we can hope for is playing. But if we get Kawhi and Paul George back then the best we can hope for is to possibly squeak into the six. Now, a lot has to go right for us yeah. for us to get the six. Yeah, it does. And but we, and we are we pretty much locked into the play. Well, yeah, well, good. Good. I'm, I, I'm glad to hear that. I whew, I don't know, man. I, I don't see Kawhi Leonard coming back unless he's 100%. Really 100%. I, we're not like, it's yeah. not like we're in the third we're in the third spot and he could come in and we'd have favorable advantage. He would be, he'd be joining the team not in not in playing condition, p- coming up against three of the best West- Western Conference teams we've seen in years. I mean, it's it's one thing to see one team going on ten. Yeah, game the Grizzlies streaks. have really had our number. Dude, the like Grizz- I say if we were to get six. Oh my gosh! Which is really really out of. Re- I mean, it's really starting to be out of reach unless we get those guys back and they come back firing on all pistons. And then again, someone has to go on a skid, so a lot has to fall into place. So that's just to get to the six. And P.S. Memphis has had our number. Granted, we've been without our two super studs. But yeah, no, Phoenix and Golden State are yeah, really a tough mountain. Oh my to gosh! Climb. The, and listen, it, but the Phoenix Suns, the Golden State Warriors, and the Memphis Grizzlies all are eight and two or better in their last ten games. Right. And, and it's one thing to have one team that's going on eight and ten game streaks, but to have two right. teams that are doing that very regularly. Yeah, eight and ten, yeah. And then, by the way, now Clay Thompson is coming in and suddenly having like record pace fourth quarters again. Also, you just told me that the Dubs had a nine-game win streak, and I know for a fact Phoenix had that crazy streak that was 13? well in the double Wasn't digits. it 13 yeah, or something yeah, crazy? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so I so if I'm Kawhi Leonard, I don't come back unless I'm really, really, really able. Um, but, you know, we're only 
four games out of sixth. Or I'm gonna I'm gonna paint so, two. I'm gonna paint two pictures. I'm gonna paint two possibilities because the optimist in me says, why wouldn't Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, if they were ready to go, do everything in their power to get into fighting shape and then not have to slog and swamp is not a verb but muck, that's also not a verb, through an 82-game season, which is so treacherous on the body, mind, and soul. Why wouldn't they, if given the opportunity, rest up, get to 100%, get into fighting shape as best as they can? These two are the two of the best in the business. I say Kawhi Leonard's the best in the world. And if he can do it, why wouldn't he come back, play 10 games as opposed to 82 or 15 or whatever, and then get into the playoffs fresh and ready and ready to kill. Okay, that's okay. my one Good question. That's my one scenario of this could happen. Right. So let me let I'll tell you I'll tell you why and why not. The why not, I suppose. The why, and this is probably not his motivating factor, but the why to do that, the reason to do that, of course, is because any team can win a seven game series. Regular, I'm, unless he I'm wrong. He didn't get to play the Suns. Unless I'm wrong. Say we're eight. Unless he didn't I'm wrong. Get to play the Suns. Yeah. Unless I'm wrong, the season, do the, the regular season, does that count for anything once you get into the postseason other than who has home court advantage? I don't think so. And do we ever really have home court advantage as Clippers fans? Have <laughs> we ever have it? Do we ever have it? Yeah, only, only when we play Indiana. I mean, I, I don't remember, I don't remember that well for some weird reason, but when we drove to Phoenix, it didn't take that long. And I know it doesn't take that long to fly. But I will say that the reason to do it is because it's any it's anybody's series once you get in there. Um, and I would say probably this is no player's real motivation. I think they're all after the chip, but why not get in there and get some postseason stats? Why not get in there and yes. get some postseason reps? Why not get in there and, and do not that? have the 82 game slog? The reason slog not to. Isn't a word. The reason I not know. to and the reason oh, that they wouldn't is because the only thing don't better than another six weeks of rest <laughs> would be another six months of rest on these I know. surgery repaired body parts. I know yes, you know. And and I'm, sorry to, I'm sorry to tell it like it is, Marge. I know. And it's their job to be at peak physical form and they and they're not getting docked pay for not playing so why would they come back so i you know there's why they would because they wouldn't have to slog through 82 games and be much fresher for a postseason so that's the hope but the reality of the situation is why would they come back when they're getting paid so much to literally not play so ah, but before i let you go hank yes i just want to say that three game series with the Rockets, do we go three and zero or two and one? Do they is one of them a trap game? And then season series versus the L word, we're already two and zero up on them. Are they going to actually get a win, or can we actually sweep the L word? What do you think, Houston L word? Talk to me. Uh, I think that we. I think that it's very possible that we go one and one with the Lakers and two and one with the Rockets as a worst case scenario. That's my worst Ooh, I case. Like that. I do. I, like I do think that. Uh, Anthony Davis healthy and LeBron James healthy um, and Russell Westbrook now not traded. Um, I think it's possible that the Lakers and Clippers still pick up a couple of people because they still can pick people up on waivers, right? They still can pick guys up. Sure, buyouts. Um, uh, And Dennis Schroeder or Schroeder has been rumored as a possible going back to the Lakers. Um, Even after that debacle of him turning down such a great bag. But it's hard to believe any of of it because every L word – 
thread and every media sports person just wants Goran Dragic or Dennis Schroeder or any of the big buyout guys to go to Los Angeles. Yeah. They, they just want it so yeah, desperately. And, and that's, but the thing is, the thing you have to keep in mind, as we have learned, when you stack a team like the Lakers, arguably one of the top two most important franchises in the league with a bunch of famous names, it always works. <laughs> Uh, I was That's been great. I was so wrong, and, and we and we really have to, we really talked about this on our Twitter feed, and a lot of fans got involved in it. But let oh, me yeah. just say already out loud, although it's too early for you to be awarded the six pack, I really thought that the Lakers would work. I really did. Yeah, I thought were there wrong. were enough guys. I thought that Russ Brody had tons of tons in the tank. I thought that Carmelo yeah, Anthony was shooting nicely, but Carmelo Anthony has been out injured and Russell Westbrook has not been playing great. It has not been working. That said, I do think the Lakers are, it's going to be tough to sweep them fully. And I think it's very difficult to beat almost any NBA team three times. I think it's three some, out of three. At, sure. at some point, somebody comes up with a great game, what have you, but we're going to have to see who's healthy and who's playing great. Do you think very quickly, I will ask you, uh, because everyone's trying to get ready to get to their Super Bowl situations. Do you right. do you think it's possible uh, that we won last night? That, that my feeling that Norman Powell was like our great hope because he came in and had a couple of great stat games, although we lost those games. Do you think right. it's possible that he needs to be worked into the lineup a little bit more cautiously if he is healthy? Do you think we sacrifice something in the chemistry of our team by throwing him in and letting him carry the bag? Or do you think well, it's, always, we just had a I've good game? I've always liked Mann and Kennard as the one-two punch together off the bench, so I'm not mad at Powell starting over Mann. You know I'm a huge Terrence Mann advocate, and I love Terrence Mann. So I'm not mad at Powell getting the start, and when Powell's healthy, he will get the start. And so, I, I, like I said, I like Mann and Kennard off the bench together. So I, I love Powell. I love the addition of Powell, and he needs to get a win on the floor, which he has yet to see, but we don't know when he's coming back. But to go back to Houston, I think we can actually definitely sweep – the Rockets in that series, yes, maybe one of them turns into a trap game, but they're just so, 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 so bad, and they're playing to lose. So I like us 3-0 and versus Houston. And then, yes, LeBron and AD could get hot for one, but we're definitely going to win the season series. So at the worst-case scenario, 3-1, and one, and then, of course, a sweep of the L word. It's just the greatest feeling in the entire world. Speaking of Los Angeles and the greatest feeling in the entire world, go Rams! Go Rams! They're going to win. They're going to win a close one. Every day. It's not going to be close. They're going to absolutely crush oh, the will the of Iowans everywhere. He likes the Luke Kennard is going to be so upset. Ohio's greatest high school basketball scorer over LeBron James. Take that, LeBron. Luke Kennard is better than you. But you know LeBron and Luke are going to be so, so sad when the Bengals lose and the Rams win this. Well, Super you know, the, the Bengals do not have a great offensive line, but they have a great quarterback who's super intelligent about slipping out of the pocket at just the right time. So it's going to come down to that offensive line, and can they hold off Vaughn Miller, and can they hold off Aaron Donald? I don't think that they can, but I, but I think we're going to know very early if it's going to be a blowout because if Vaughn Miller... Miller and Aaron Donald start to eat in the first quarter, then you're not going to stop them on Super Bowl Sunday. They're going to snack, snack, snack. They're going to eat that snack stadium and they're going to blow up those Bengals. If if their quarterback can stay wily on his toes and keep slipping out of that pocket and complete some passes, it might be a close one. It's going to be a great Super Bowl and go Rams, man. Go Rams. Go Rams. All right, Clippers going to go eight and two out of the next ten. You heard it here first. Oh, hungry, hungry, Hank the animal, sound the horn. Bang. I really liked your animal sound at the top of the show. <laughs> yes. The elephant donkey is great.